What is going on, guys? Robbie here from the Big Red Express. How are you? Welcome to episode 46 of the podcast. Available wherever you get your podcast for absolutely free. I can't stress this enough. It doesn't cost you a thing to listen to this podcast. And we are we are privileged and honored to bring this to you multiple times a week during CrossFit game season. And then, of course, weekly episode every single week right here on Anchor, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. No matter where you get your podcast, you can listen to us all the time, and it doesn't cost you a thing. So thank you very much for tuning in. If you haven't done so already, hit that download button, share us with a friend, let us know that you're out there and kind of hanging out. So this week, we are going to talk about the Granite Games. Yesterday, we talked about the... Cape Town, the fittest in Cape Town competition, the go home or go all out or go home. Pretty much that's the way things are going for the fittest in Cape Town. It's an all or nothing, one spot available. If you want to get my full recap and how heated I get about that rule, go back to yesterday's podcast and listen. It is a great one. Today we were talking about the Granite Games, the men and women individually, and let's just get right down into it. Because I think this is going to be the, it's gonna it's the second North American semifinal that we've had so far. Obviously, the Mid Atlantic CrossFit Challenge. I don't know if this one is more competitive or less competitive, but I think this is the one I am most looking forward to to watching this weekend because I have no stakes in the game. I've got a top five list for the men. I've got a top five list for the women. I've got some names that you may want to pay attention to, but I think we've got a lot of things to to go about, and I think it's going to be very interesting to see how this all plays out, and I'm excited to bring this to you because let's be honest, it's a lot of fun to talk CrossFit games. It's a lot of fun to talk Granite games because semifinals are in full swing, and let's get down to it. Let's start with the men. Because I think the men are wide open. I mean, you you look at this list of men that are going to be there. And let me tell you guys, it is absolutely crazy. It's not as deep, I would say, as the the Mid-Atlantic CrossFit Challenge. It's definitely not that deep. But I will say this. It is pretty stacked at the top half of the board. I mean, you got games veterans like Tim Paulson like Chandler Smith, like Saxton Panchik, like Roy Gamboa, like a Kyle Kasperbauer. I mean, these are just a couple of names that I think you're going to see at the top of the name. And I'm excited to talk about these names with you because some of these you may not have realized. But I think it's going to be interesting to see how this works overall and see who can qualify top five for the men, top five for the women, and then top five teams. So here's my number five pick, and he's finished 63rd. In North American, he's a three-times games veteran, a guy that we haven't seen in a couple of years. But, man, this guy is always the epitome of of consistency when it comes to the CrossFit Games, when it comes to regionals, sanctionals, all that stuff. And I don't think it's going to change here because I do believe that his experience when it comes to in-person competition And yeah, 63rd North American, you may be like, Robbie, there's a lot of people in front of him. Yes, I agree. 
But 63rd in the American division is pretty good. Yeah, there are a lot of guys that placed in front of him in this quarterfinal, in this semifinal. But at the end of the day, I think Roy Gamboa has the best shot. And I guess he, you could say he's my dark horse to get in that top five because you may be thinking, okay, Robbie, there's no way he's going to get in the top five. He plays 63rd. There's like 10, 20 other guys that finished in front of him just in this semifinal. And I agree. But there's goes something to say the experience of being live and in person. A lot of people perform differently online as they do in person. I think Roy Gamboa is going to exceed all expectations that people have of him. I got him at number five. Number four, a guy that we haven't seen in a while. But let me tell you guys, Jake Marconi. That's right. Jake Marconi finished 26th in the North American region or the North American quarterfinal. And let me tell you, I think he is going to get there. He has been close so many times. He has he has gotten to regionals a bunch of times over the years, but just missed out. I think he's going to have that intensity. He's going to have that drive to try to prove all the haters wrong. And the haters are the people that may not even know who this guy is. This guy wants to get to the CrossFit Games. He is my number four uh, when it comes to the Granite Games coming out of that semifinal. Number three, Tim Paulson, a guy that we've seen at the CrossFit Games before. He is a three-time CrossFit Games athlete. Third, 36th in the North American quarterfinal. And this is the guy that I think we're going to have to look out for because, yeah, he's up in that you know region. He's not as quite as good as Marconi. But this guy's got the experience. He's a very, very good lifter when it comes to all-around gymnastics, all that stuff. This guy is going to be someone to look out for when you're talking about, okay, who's there at the weekend? Who is someone to look forward to that may be kind of dwindling in that top five, but I think will make that podium ultimately. I don't think he I don't think he's going to be up there after day one. I have no reason to believe that that's not the case. But I have a feeling he's going to be somebody that's going to have a a subpar performance in in day one, but then Saturday, Sunday, going to come out wrangling and racking and rocking and rolling and just going to absolutely crush the game. Number two and number one. Now, these two picks are very, I'm not going to say they're controversial because I probably should have switched these picks, but I got a feeling deep down inside that this is the year of Chandler Smith. And the reason I say that is I think Chandler has the biggest chip on his shoulder, and he's had that biggest chip on his shoulder for so long. So Chandler's not my number two. Saxton Panchik is my number two. And we've had Saxton on the podcast before. And you may be asking yourself, Robbie, chip on their shoulder? Saxton's got two brothers that are also trying to qualify for the CrossFit Games. How awesome would that be if all three uh, Panchik brothers qualified for the CrossFit Games? Talk about awesome. It would be incredible to see all three Panchik brothers qualify for the CrossFit Games. Do I think it'll happen? I think it's got a very, very good shot at happening. But Saxon, seventh in North America, a very good finish in the open. He is somebody that is very consistent, just like his brother Scott. 
and Spencer, hell, he's just as consistent as all of them. It is incredible. I don't know if I've seen as many athletes, and especially siblings, that are so similar in the way that they compete, in the way that they are, than Saxton, Spencer, and Scott. You look at the Smith brothers. Ben, kind of that all-around guy, he's strong, whatever. Dane, I I say Ben, Alec, and Dane are three different people when it comes to working out. Alec, obviously he's strong. I'm not saying that. And obviously all of them are all around very good athletes. That's why they're all qualified for the semifinals. But Dane's kind of like that little motor that could. He's got that quick, low to the ground. He can move fast. He can do burpees like no other. Ben's got that motor and he's got that strength. And Alex got the gymnastic kind of, he can go, go, go on gymnastics for a long, long time. So I say I've got three different different personalities. You put them all together, they are the ultimate package. I think you've got the ultimate package in all three of the Panchik brothers, and they just all do so well consistently throughout the weekend. You're going to see Saxon on that podium in the top three. No doubt about it. He's going to be there from start to finish. If he doesn't take from start to finish first place, man, it would not surprise me if he did not stick on that top three from about one to the last event. That would not surprise me one bit. And then my number one spot is Chandler Smith, 11th place in North America. This is a guy who's qualified for the CrossFit Games before, had a lot of chips on his shoulder when it comes to what he expects of himself. I don't think I've ever met somebody that expects more than more of, him, of himself than others expect of him. He expects more of himself and doesn't, I don't know if he gives himself enough credit when it comes to talking about what he should be doing and how he can accomplish those things. It is incredible to me how we can go from expecting this guy to be a regional athlete and then all of a sudden he needs to be a CrossFit Games athlete. But Chandler expects that of himself. I remember having him on the podcast a couple of years ago after we did Murph at CrossFit Krypton and him just being so kind of, okay, my my goal for this year is to make it to regionals. Oh, my goal this year or my goal for the CrossFit Games is to maybe qualify in three or four years. And that was the year before he actually qualified for the CrossFit Games. It is incredible to me to, to, to see somebody with so much talent doubt himself so much. And I get it. I don't know what he's up to. I don't know kind of what he's had to go through. He's had a lot of ups and downs in his career, whether it be career-wise or whether it be in performance-wise. I know he's had a lot of things going on. Heck, even the last year, he was right in the middle of that whole misfit text conversation. And you know that's got to be bothering him over the last year, especially, I'm sure, that that damaged relationships, that's damaged some of the relationships that he has with other people. I'm sure that's bothered him at some point. But I do believe that this guy is someone that he's got a new coach in Ben Bergeron. He is somebody that's going to go in and do something that he has been wanting to do for a long time, and that's prove that he belongs there. I thought he belonged at the top of the echelon for the CrossFit Games for a long time now. I think he needs to prove to himself that he can go out, get an event win at the semifinal, a very stacked semifinal. 
even if he doesn't make first, I do believe he will get in that CrossFit game spot in the top five. No doubt about it. I've got no problem with the way that I that I have listed these guys off. First place, Chandler Smith, Saxon Panchek, Tim Paulson, Jake Marconi, and Roy Gamboa. And again, I guess if you're going to put a, a um, um, I can't even talk right now, a dark horse out there. I mean, you got Kyle Kasperbauer. He's been in the mix before. A uh, Kristen Ramon, Anthony Davis, uh, Casio, Richard Paul Casio. So all these guys have a chance to be in that top 10 and even in that, that chance to be that last chance qualifier. But I think these five athletes are going to be the thir- the five that qualify for the CrossFit Games at the end of the day. So let's talk about the women. Now this field, it doesn't have as many star-studded women as you would expect. But I do believe that it's got the brightest future for the sport in this division. I mean, we're talking about three of the top athletes in this division are teenagers. Talk about incredible. And I'm talking like it's not even, you know, close to to doing all this stuff and, you know, trying to be, okay, well, these teen athletes are way too advanced, whatever. No, this is a good thing for the sport of CrossFit. I truly do believe that the younger athletes are going to be the future of the sport. That should go without saying. So let me get you my top five. In fifth place, she's a team games veteran, four times, all team. I mean, she is one of the most decorated team team athletes ever in the CrossFit Games. Ninth place, um, and I think, you know, her best finish was ninth at the CrossFit Games. She's doing doing well. Andrea Nistler, I think she's going to be someone to watch out for. She's going to want to prove to herself and to everybody else there out there that she is not a team athlete anymore, but she can hold it up with the best in this division. Fourth place, Alessandra Pacelli, 13th place in North America. This is someone that's been around for a long time, going nowhere anytime soon, an easy fourth place finish, an easy podium finish, qualifying for the CrossFit Games once again, Alessandra Pacelli. Then you got Christy Aramo. Come on. Is this even a question? It shouldn't be. 10th in the North America. She's a CrossFit Games veteran. I mean, what else do you need to say? She is incredible. One of the top CrossFit athletes ever. She's been a she's a veteran. She's been in the CrossFit Games multiple, multiple, multiple times. And I would not even be surprised if she found herself on the top of the podium after Sunday's competition was over. Would not would not surprise me one bit. The only reason I'm not even putting her in the top two is because there's two athletes, two teenagers, who I'm sure have already qualified for the CrossFit Games as teens. And that's Mallory O'Brien and Emma Carey. Those are my two top athletes coming out of the Granite Games and going in to the Granite Games. I mean, Mallory O'Brien, a third-place finish in North America. Emma Carey, a fourth-place finish in North America. And I haven't even mentioned my dark horse in Paige Powers, who's an 18-year-old. Three of the top athletes in this semifinal are teenagers for the women. I think it just goes to show you how awesome it is and how bright the future looks. You got Haley Adams, one of the top stars in CrossFit already. 
Then you have these three athletes that are coming up through the Granite Games, going to look for to to mark their first uh, chance at the individual for the CrossFit Games. It's incredible, guys. You may be saying to yourself, "Okay, Robbie, calm, hold, hold the bricks, hold the brakes, relax." No, it's exciting to see these athletes get the due that they deserve. They deserve all the praise. They deserve all the acclamations that they're getting. Acclamations that they are getting. I got Mallory O'Brien in second, and then I got Emma Carey winning this thing. I don't, I have no reason to believe that Mallory O'Brien, who is the top-seeded woman coming into this event, can't take down Emma Carey. But I don't want to, I want to see Emma Carey and Mallory O'Brien battle it out all weekend long, and I want to find themselves in the top three at least. Because, man, how awesome would it see to be able to see the future of CrossFit right before your eyes at the Granite Games. I'm excited to watch it Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I hope you're excited to watch it. Guys, let me tell you, I can't remember. I was excited about the Mid-Atlantic CrossFit Challenge, mainly because I had some stake in it. I had some buddies that were a part of it. I have a lot of guests on the podcast that were a part of it. But let me tell you, I'm excited about this one probably even more than that because of the future of the CrossFit Games and what this means moving forward for the CrossFit Games. Thank you all so much for hanging out and being a part of this. Next week, we are going to be diving into next week's uh, semifinals. I don't have the list right in front of me. I should have the list right in front of me, but it's across the room. I don't feel like getting up and getting it. Special podcast on Monday, talking to Justin Kotler. Man, this guy is the coach to the stars. Some of the top-ranked athletes in the world. He's the one that coaches them. He's also the head coach of the U.S. national team for U.S. functional fitness. They're doing some awesome things, trying to get them to the Olympics. A lot of great things. We're going to be breaking all that down. That's coming next week. So a special conversation with Justin Kotler that you will not want to miss. I'm excited to bring all of that to you. A lot of episodes next week. We're going to have the recap after things are wrapped up on Sunday. Don't you worry. We'll let you know what happens. We'll let you know my thoughts on them, and we'll get right down into it. Thank you guys all so much for hanging out. Don't forget, if you have any thoughts, any opinions that I didn't cover, do me a favor. All you got to do is leave us a voicemail. Leave us a DM. Slide into those DMs on the Instagram, on the Facebook. It doesn't matter. We're everywhere. If you don't want to do that, that's okay. Just keep listening. Share this podcast with a friend if you haven't done so already. If you made it this far, I appreciate you. DM me. Let me know. I love every single one of you guys that listens. Granite Games, Fittest in Cape Town, coming up this weekend. Enjoy. Leave us your thoughts throughout the weekend. We will talk to you all very, very soon. Follow us over on the Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Until next time, later.